Harry and Pricey podcast. Dubai 92. This is Dubai 92 Breakfast. With Harry and Pricey. What I want. Just as I turn the mics on, you think it would be a great start. What a start to the show. What Amazing. A start. The, We're uh, here. The mics went on. Two minutes past six. Morning. Happy Monday. Dubai. The Gruesome Twosome's back. Hello. Hey, how you doing? Good. How was your holiday? Oh my gosh, it was so good. Oh, you know, I missed you. I oh, do miss thanks. you. Yeah, I missed you guys too. That's the truth. Yeah, I'm, I'm speaking the truth too. I noticed that uh, you bought the team gifts as well. I brought back nothing. Zero. They got nothing from me. Did you really not yeah. get them anything? Yeah, and Aww. then when you came back with stuff, I was like, <laughs> well, producer Layla, she's all down with the Millennial Pink, right? Yeah, yeah. So every time I was walking around in the shops in Australia and I saw Millennial Pink, I felt obliged to buy it for producer Layla. Oh, is I that was right? Like, I have to get that. So you're poor. You're poverty stricken oh, now. Mate, I've come back fat and broke again. <laughs> How does this happen? Every holiday, I know. <laughs> uh, whole team, see your producer Roger, producer Layla next door. Hi, guys. Morning. Morning. Great start, Harry. Great start. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> thanks, producer Roger. <laughs> It's good to be back. Uh, clearly, oh, they're on your dear. side again. You have no idea how happy they were to see you this morning. Uh, we're going to play Who's Your Daddy a bit later on as well. Going to guess yep. what your dad does for a job. If you want to play along, just text in your name to 4009. Yeah, because uh, school's back today as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to go behind the scenes of a magazine, with Harper's Bazaar particularly, and I think th- I'm hoping this is a bit like Devil Wears Prada. Yeah, me too. Yeah, so we're going to get that on with Career Confidential coming up. Uh, in the need to know as well, Chinese Town has been hit by like a real weird freakish storm. It was raining something other than rain. Terrifying. It's weird, real weird. <laughs> uh, we'll take you there in the need to know. Four past six, morning. Pricey back from holidays. Uh, it seems like it's been ages. You were over in Perth for two weeks. Perth, Western Australia, yeah. I know. Mm. It, I felt like it went for ages as well. I feel like yeah. I've been away for a really long time. It's only yeah. been two weeks. Well, our holidays kind of crossed over, so I don't think we'd seen each other for about three weeks. Yeah, I know. How yeah. weird is that? It was weird, it yeah. It was odd. Um, yeah, so came back fat and broke, as you do when you come back from holidays. Good. Good, so you should. Yeah, but I think uh, I may have annoyed my friends. I think my friends were over me by the end of the holiday. Right. And it was to do with one simple thing that I kept on bringing up. Yeah. The air. What do you mean? <laughs> the air. The air in the in the atmosphere. <laughs> well, because I'd be like... We go out to where my friend, she's like bought this block of land. It's like, I don't know, five acres or something yeah, in yeah. the in the, in the the bush. And I'd be like, oh, do you smell that? And be like the eucalyptus? Yeah. They'd yeah. be like, what? What is it? Is it a fire? And I'd be like, no, the eucalyptus trees. Can you smell it? Can you? Can you? And they'd be like, yeah, it's lovely. And I'd be like, ah. like I was like over the top all the time. We went to the beach. Haley, do you smell it? Do you smell it? She's like, what, fish and chips? I'm like, the sea salt. Can you smell the sea salt? And she's like, can you get over the air? I'm like, no, I'm not over this air. It's amazing. (laughs) The whole time I'm doing this yoga move that I learned when I was doing yoga where you get to like open up your lungs and you go like this. So you've got your your hands below your chin. Yeah, I've got my hands crossed and they're underneath my my chin and my elbows are up in the air. And then you put your head back and you breathe in all the air, like down to the bottom of your lungs. Right. (laughs) I kept on doing that. And every time they walk around, they turn around, they just see me like this. Just doing the yoga pose. <laughs> just doing the yoga pose all the time. So so you, you flew into Perth, Western Australia. Yeah. You see your friends. It, all you do is go on about the air. Uh-huh. 
which consumes the entire atmosphere around the world. And then every five seconds you're doing yoga poses, I'd be sick of you as well. I, they're sick of me and they think I'm sick. They're like, there is something wrong with that girl. That goes a bit of share quietly. How good is that? Oh, we all know you're you're a secret share fan. Well, it's not a secret then, it's is it? It's not a secret, is it? <laughs> I gladly admitted I was a share fan. When did you go to Cher's concert? What year uh, was that? Oh, it was about 15 years ago. 15 years ago. It was so good too. It was you the were... best concert of my life. Village people supported. <laughs> I was 18. Confused. <laughs> Need to know. I went with a friend of mine. It was great. We had a great Who time. Who is your friend? Uh, Josh Raj. Uh, same friend. Joshy Raj. I've only ever had one friend, Pricey. <laughs> um, so this is the need to know. It's 23 past six, by the way. You're with Harry and Pricey, Dubai 92. Um, uh, producer Layla brought this one. I don't know what her Google alerts are, but um, <laughs> a storm has hit a coastal Chinese town of Qingdao, uh, and they were stunned to find that it was raining, not just normal precipitation, but octopus and starfish. It was raining seafood buffet, basically. Wow. Which is like one of my favourite movies, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Uh, isn't that a, is that a cartoon? It's, it's a cartoon. It's a, it's a kid's movie. All yeah. right, this is real life, Harry. This is actually happening in China. 100%. I can't believe this. How good's that? So um, they reckon it's a water spout. This is what they, they say. Usually it's like a tornado off the coast, and then it sucks up all the seafood. And, uh, and drops it on the town for everyone's wow. convenience. I mean, if you're going to pick a country, like it would be good because, you know, fresh seafood. Yeah, totally. It's good. Yeah, but absolutely. Imagine walking down the street and getting slapped in the face with an octopus tentacle. That wouldn't be fun. No, that wouldn't be. No, no. There are some negative and some downsides to this. I am only looking at the positive, but you're right. There is that negative. I need to see pictures of this. Uh, I believe it is up on our Insta stories. Nice. Yeah, so uh, jump it on. Out. It's raining shellfish. <laughs> at Divine 92 is where you can see the photos. Incredible. 27 past 6. It's Divine 92 breakfast. You're waking up with Harry and Pricey. Emma's got the latest coming up real soon. Morning, Em. Morning, Harry. One of our international stories this morning. Commuters in Japan had a shaky start to the morning. More on that and other stories coming your way at 7 o'clock. I have uh, seen this in the rundown as well. Uh, it's called Incredible Sports Chat World Cup Opening Weekend. It's well, a Monday. Mm-hmm. Sports Chat's on a Sunday. Yeah, I know, but we missed it, so we have to carry it over to the Monday. And you know producer Roger. Wait, 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 hold on. Producer Roger's doing the update. Who said that that's the rule now? We have to carry it over to a Monday. If you're not here on a Sunday, you missed your sports chat. I'm yeah, sorry. I know, but... Oh, you're walking in now. It's the World Cup. We have to talk about the World Cup. Who says? Me- oh, I think the world does, <laughs> mate. <laughs> Hard to argue with you on that point. I will admit that. All right. So, producer Rog, has, uh, he's got it all ready. We're going to do a World Cup update. I'm telling you, this guy has got the wool pulled over your eyes. He's going for a sports reporter job at the BBC, and this is how he's doing it. I've told well, you this before. Yeah, let's get his demo together. No. Why not? Hey, everyone's <laughs> helping everyone. Help him out. All right. Well, apparently we're getting the World Cup update on the way real soon here. Uh, it's actually next at Dubai 92, 28 past six. Now, hot today, though, 41. Right now, 27 degrees outside. Apparently, we're doing this. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is your Sunday Sporting Showdown. Because yesterday was a holiday, it got moved forward to today, even though it clearly says Sunday. Yeah, I know, but now it's Monday. I didn't have the budget to change it. Yeah, we blew it all on that opener. (laughs) We did. That opener makes sports sound very exciting. I, (laughs) I was in earshot of the World Cup. And it's just people kicking around the ball again. It's the same thing. I know. 
I don't get but it. But it's much more dramatic when it's the World Cup. Man, they fall uh, quickly. Don't they? Yeah. Uh, like an, Everyone's fallen over. <laughs> someone barged over. into someone's shoulder and then he fell to the ground clutching his ankle. Yeah, yeah. I know. What's going on with that? <sighs> Classic case of the shoulder ankle. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we've all had that. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I'm pretty sure I faked that to get out of work one day. Oh, the shoulder ankle thing. Oh, yeah, don't come in today. Oh, um, so if you don't know, I banned sport. I banned a lot of things on this show. They never get upheld. Um, yeah. Producer Roger has the wool pulled over everyone in this studio's eyes but me, mm-hmm. uh, who I can see he wants to be a sports reporter, and he's using this as a resume to get out of this joint. Guilty. Well, maybe he wants... What are, the, what's, uh, what are those guys called over at um, the other station? Chris. Successful. Chris. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't know who you're talking about. Anyone, really? Chris and Robbie. You know Chris and Robbie. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah you want to go get a gig with them. He wants to yeah, be on the sports show. <laughs> the, the grill or whatever it is, yeah. Uh, so the World Cup is happening. Um, the whole world is talking about this, Harry, so we need to talk yeah, about it too. And producer Rog, you've got the rundown for us. I have. There's other big sport as well in golf. Brooks Kapka defended his US Open title with one-shot victory over England's record. Well, why are we talking about golf if the World Cup's on? It's the US Open. People love it. Okay. Uh, in rugby internationals, the USA recorded their first ever win over a Tier 1 nation by beating Scotland. Ireland finally broke their Australia duck as well. Sorry oh, to mention yeah, that, guys. That was going on when we but in the France. FIFA World Cup, the opening weekend did not disappoint. We've had a 5-0 victory for the host country first time ever. Upsets for the big teams Argentina and Germany. A Ronaldo hat-trick. Zero red cards. Video referee controversy. We are well underway. What have we learned from weekend number one? You cannot underestimate the minnows in the World Cup. What's a minnow? Small country. Oh, the small country. Iceland. Was that, were they good? Yeah, they were great. Oh. You know, <laughs> Australia, Australia played France and we lost... Oh, look at Harry. He's so... Oh, I'm, so I'm lost. <laughs> I'm lost. I didn't even... You've got the fixtures here. I didn't know, even know Panama was a country. Yep. I thought it was a city. <laughs> P- Peru are in there as well. Peru? Yeah, Peru playing. Like Chile are in. Well, when Australia what? gets out, I'm going to go for Peru. What do you expect versus <laughs> France? Like, oh. of course we're going to... Of course Australia's going to lose that. Yeah. It was but close, though. We got a goal. We did mm-hmm. get a goal. That's good. One yeah, goal. Yeah. That's great. Controversial we're, penalty. Yeah, we were robbed of that, that mm-hmm. one. That's the video referee. Yeah, yeah. Listen to Price I know. jumping on the bandwagon. I, I, oh, I we were robbed. Finally, I can chat to somebody about sport. <laughs> and it's it's the woman on the show, not me. <laughs> that gives you an idea of this as show. As soon as Australia's out, I'm going to be dumb again. <laughs> 12 minutes away from seven. Harry and Pricey, the team's here as well. Producer Roger, producer Layla. Morning. Happy Monday. We're getting you to work this morning. Who's your daddy and what does he do? One of our favourite games. We're going to play that from seven. If you want to play, text in your name now to 4009. Uh, after managing the Beckham brand for 23 years, Simon Fuller, he's no longer going to be representing both halves of the Beckham empire. So is Simon Fuller Crazy Simon from the... No, that's Simon Cow. Simon Cow. okay. Simon Fuller, he created... The um, The American Idol. Oh, right. He created the whole kind of show concept. And he... What? Oh, no, I'll just stop interjecting because I'm getting so many Simons confused. <laughs> okay, I'm wrong on all counts of the Simon. What other Simon are you thinking of? Oh, I don't know. 
<laughs> well, I'm sure there's another one in there. Can I continue? Yeah, please. Sorry. Oh, um, yeah, so after 23 years, they've parted ways. Um, and now David Beckham's, uh, he's working with a whole new management team. He's going to actually be represented by a long-term friend. His name's David Gardner. Um, David Gardner is engaged to Liv Tyler. So they're all in the kind of mix. And um, he used to actually play alongside um, David with Manchester United in the youth team in the oh, 90s. Right. Oh, so he's a player as well. Yeah, so he, they're, they're long-term friends. They've got each other's backs. They, he knows his history and um, yeah I guess they just wanted something fresh and new sweet good on them yeah not yeah. too sure if, um, if Simon Fuller is happy or not but he's alright Oh, he'd have enough cash he'd be loaded yeah he'd be fine yeah still would hurt wouldn't it what? David Beckham not re-signing with you that would suck yeah exactly not a good day no yeah. More scandal in one hour. I love how uh, caring you are for Simon Fuller. Like, I know. It's like I know him. Yeah, I have I know. no idea who this guy is. <laughs> exactly. Oh, God, it really hurts for him. That's 11 to 7. Good morning, Dubai. Pricey's back from holidays. Show's back. Whoop, whoop. Hello. Hey. How you feeling? Uh, I feel good. So everyone's very happy you're back, by the way. Are they really? Yeah, yeah genuinely. Who? The team were ecstatic oh. before. Have you noticed now they're sitting in the studio? <laughs> when it was just me, they were only just sat in Studio B. Separated by, I felt like a zoo animal. Oh no, a bit yeah. of a fishbowl thing happening. Yeah, so. Oh, they're back in now. Everyone's yeah, here. It's all good. We're going to play Who's Your Daddy. I'm really excited about this. Yeah, uh, first round why we're back together. Um, mm-hmm. So if you want to play your name, 4009, this is where we try to guess your mum or your dad's job. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it seems so simple, but we always stuff it up. Speaking about jobs, actually, Career Confidential, that's coming up as well. Emily Baxter-Priest, she's editor at Harper's Bazaar. She's going to take us behind the scenes of the inner workings of a magazine, which I think is quite cutthroat with all the yeah. deadlines and well, stuff. Well, if she's the editor-in-chief, that would make her the Miranda. From Devil Wears Prada? Yeah, which yeah. is the scary lady. Miranda Priestley? I think she's nice, if that's what you're getting at. Oh, yeah, yeah well, we'll find that we'll out. We'll find out, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's on the way as well. Sagala, Paloma Faith. Lullaby at 192. It's 10 past 7. You're waking up with Harry and Pricey Morning. Now we're going to do something extremely fun. Who is my daddy and what does he do? We love this game. This is where we uh, get you on on 4009. We ask you a bunch of questions about your mom or your dad's job. And from your answers, we try and determine what their actual job is. Playing this morning with us is Caitlin from Arabian Ranches. Uh, you're on the way to Safa School this morning as well? Yeah. Ah, good morning. Good morning, Caitlin. Good morning, Harry and Hi, Dolls. Hello, cutie. Um, so, what's your dad's name? Nicholas Morgan. Okay. All right. Now do we're you, just looking do up guys, on LinkedIn. <laughs> do you call him Nick or you guys say Nicholas? Oh. Well, my mum calls him Nick. Yeah. Nicholas when he's in big trouble. Oh, okay. Of course. Oh, of course. What do they call him at work? Like Dr. Nick or anything? Um, no, just. Nick. Just okay. Nick. So All right. Wipe medical profession. Okay, work, yeah, Harry. Yeah, nice. Thanks. I see what you did there. All right, Daddy Nick. All right, Caitlin, does Daddy Nick, uh, where does Daddy Nick work? Like, as in location? Well, he works um, all over the Gulf. All over the Gulf. So, so like other countries as well? Yeah. Oh, okay. Does Daddy Nick, like, when he's here, does Daddy Nick work in an office? Yeah. Would you like to have Daddy Nick's job when you grow up, Caitlin? Oh, you would. You would. Okay. Yeah. Uh, does, you, does Daddy Nick speak really well? What do you mean by that? Like, uh, like, is he confident in speaking in front of a lot of people? 
Very confident. Oh, All right. Caitlin. Okay, Caitlin, you hang on there. We're going to have a little quick show meeting and work out what Daddy Nick does for work. By the way, Caitlin is such a cutie. I know, right? Um, okay. He, he's, a, he's a speaker. Like, he's like a... Yeah. Yeah. He works around the Gulf. Caitlin, who's 10, mm. would like to have Daddy Nick's job. Yeah, but you sp- spot on when you said, is he confident in front of a group of people? And she said, very confident. Yeah. So he's giving, like, talks and that kind of thing. Mm, wait, let, I think I need to ask Caitlin just one more job. Oh, well, okay. Oh, can I ask one question? Yeah. Can you give a shout out to my sister Jennifer? Yeah, yeah, sure. Why yeah, not? Yeah, sure. Hey, Jen. Hi. <laughs> Enthusiastic <laughs> shout out there. So, Caitlin, back to who's your daddy? Uh, does daddy? Can you tell us what daddy Nick? What industry he works in? Um, construction. Construction. Okay. All right. All right. Stand, stand by there. Okay, thank right. you. We're getting down, down oh. to niche here. We're almost cheating. Well, he's very confident in speaking, and he's yeah. in construction, and he works around the Gulf. I reckon... <laughs> oh, here we go. An engineer. I reckon... No, I don't reckon that. Okay. I think that he, like, pitches around the Gulf, like, new buildings. So he's like, hey, look at our new building that we would like to build in, in your country. Oh, he's an architect. Kind of, yeah. Yeah? Architectural... Presenter. Presenter. <laughs> We're going with that? Yeah, Why not? development, architectural development proposal man, business development manager no, for construction. Uh, business uh, development is like you have to go and get new business for your construction. We've, I know company. we've done that one before though. Oh. He, I'm saying he's an architect. Okay, let's say architect right. presenter. All right, is is your dad an architectural presenter? No, he's not. Uh, oh, okay, no. what does your daddy do? Managing of managing director of scaffolding. Oh, managing director of scaffolding. He's a managing director of scaffolding. Caitlin, you're ten. Yeah. You would Pardon? like you would like this job when you grow up. Yeah. Oh. Okay. All right then. Right. That's cool. It must pay a fortune. <laughs> Korea confidential. This is where we chat with people with interesting and cool jobs, and this morning's job is one price you know I've wanted to know about behind the scenes for a long time. Emily Baxter Priest joins the show. Emily is the deputy editor of Harper's Bazaar Arabia. Welcome to the show. How you doing? I'm good, guys. How are you? Good. We're really well. Now, I, whenever I hear anything to do with editors and publishing, I just feel high stress, a lot of pressure, <laughs> and the word deadline. <laughs> We're constantly on deadline. Yeah. <laughs> every, every day feels like a deadline, but a, a good a good one. We work we work well under pressure. To be honest, I think of the devil wears Prada. Sorry. <laughs> I think everyone thinks that yeah. <laughs> until you get into the industry and then you realise it's very far from the truth. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say it was much worse. Uh, Emily, tell, <laughs> tell us everything you do. Okay, so I'm um, I'm the deputy editor of Harper's Arabia, which is um, a monthly uh, print and digital publication. And I basically kind of help put everything together on a sort of day-to-day basis and working towards our monthly deadlines. So you were eight years at the BBC magazine department. What brought you out to the UAE? I was asked if I wanted to come and launch a magazine here called Viva Girl, which was, at the time, it was the first magazine um, specifically for children and teenagers here in this region because most of the magazines they had at the time were imported. So the main focus then was about um, uh, curating um, editorial that was really specific to what was going on in this region for girls. 
from the region. Mm-hmm. And then eight years ago, I was brought um, on to work at Harper's as deputy. So, well, this is Career Confidential. We're chatting with Emily Baxter-Priest. She's the deputy editor of Harper's Bazaar Arabia. Em, can I ask, with the tight deadline thing, like literally, is it, do you have pages to fill the night before it goes to print? So we, are, we, know, we definitely are here until midnight and sometimes long after um, working on deadlines. But that's kind of the nature of the beast and it's something I'm very passionate about. So, you know, yes, I, I miss my feet sometimes, but I'm in it for the long haul and, and that's just part and parcel of what the job is. Yeah, that's good. And you've got passion yeah. by the sounds of it, yeah. which is exactly yeah. what everybody needs in a workplace. Just describe to us what your perfect day is. I'm really fortunate. I get to meet an incredible amount of um, really, really inspiring women through the work that I do. And I walk away from all of these interviews feeling incredibly inspired and awestruck. And my dream day would basically just to be sit, just to sit and interview these amazing women and be able to take their words and transform them into a story that hopefully resonates and interests our audience. I don't want to go into serious territory here, but what is your kind of um, thoughts on the whole photoshopping and all that kind of thing? Like, I know Harper's Bazaar Arabia, it's not really like a tabloid magazine. It's very different. Yeah. But, but what are your thoughts on that? We are very, very much about um, women with substance. Yeah. And we don't shoot and feature and, and interview people just because they're pretty or just because they're thin. Obviously, some people do have certain requests and, and we do need to make sure that the magazine looks nice, but, but that can be in just the particular pieces of fashion that people yeah. wear or, yeah. or you know how people are styled or the backdrops that we shoot them against. Um, so in terms of the actual photoshopping, I think it's so personal and it's very easy for me to say that, you know, I, I don't do it for myself and I don't necessarily want to, but then I'm not the person who's being featured in the magazine for, you know, hundreds of thousands of people to see. Yeah, you're your own biggest critic, so I think yeah, totally. people can get a little bit insecure, especially being on the cover as well. Just on it, like, exactly. like you know, price or not, we, we aren't cover stars on magazines. We've done a, we've done a little bit here just with our, our, our job. Yeah. We always ask for Photoshop. I always ask for yeah. it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. You want to look your best. So there's, there's two think, sides of the coin. It, yeah, and if it makes you feel better, I don't think anybody should be able to say otherwise. Yeah, yeah exactly. totally. On that, if you could give us the number of whoever is doing your photo shop. Because they look good. Oh, we, need, yeah, we need some help. Um, and she is good. She oh. is good. <laughs> um, Emily Baxter-Priest, Deputy Editor of Harper's Bazaar Arabia. You do an amazing job. You do an incredible job of, Thank as you me. said, empowering women, especially in this region, mm-hmm. uh, and really putting women on the front cover and in your magazine that have got some weight and some depth behind them story-wise as well. And we really appreciate what you do. Uh, so make sure you pick up the magazine. And thanks for joining us for Career Confidential. Thank you, guys. Uh, and Pricey has jumped on board the World Cup bandwagon. I have, but I feel like I already have to make a public announcement. Uh, apology. Well, already? You've on, been back from holidays one day. I know, on behalf of my country and behalf of my friends. Because we went to, on the weekend, we went and watched Australia versus France at the World Cup and um, went down with a bunch of my friends. We're a lot of us from Australia, so of course our table was supporting Australia and really kind of barracking for Australia. Right. Either side of our table, two lovely, very nice tables full of France supporters yeah. but you know there was it was a family it was like a family of like I don't know 15 of them and there were like children below 5 at the table oh, lovely. Um, who were great and they all got up and sang the French national anthem it's a good anthem too that one it is it was lovely and then and then we came on Sang our anthem? I don't even know the words to yeah. it. Yeah, well, it's Walsy Matilda. What? And, um, <laughs> no, it's That's not, not a national anthem. <laughs> it's, it's actually called Advanced Australia. Oh. Anyway, 
Oh, this is just so embarrassing. So the so France sing their national anthem. It's amazing. Even these children who are five years old on their chairs, hands on their hearts, belting out this beautiful song. Yeah. It gets to Australia and we're all singing out of tune. We're all singing out of sync. Everyone's singing all, all over the place. The players on the television are, play, are singing at a different rate as well. Yeah. And it's just a mess. And I thought, this is actually, this is setting the tone for the rest of the day. This I is the indication like, of how they'll play. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so, um, yeah, we're watching the game and everyone's, like, you know, booing and, and cheering and whatever. And I just felt like our table was a little bit loose. Like, everyone was just rowdy and screaming and getting angry and standing up and shaking their heads and throwing, yeah. you know, basically throwing our toys out of the pram. Yeah. Both sides of us, the French supporters, so composed. Of course, yeah. So chilled, absolute decorum, sipping on a red, like, just really classy people. Yeah, yeah. Anyway... We all know the outcome of the match. Australia lost. No doubt. And yeah. uh, as, you know, as we are, we were just bad losers. Everyone was like, oh, oh, this, that. Well, they whatever. cheated. Yeah, they cheated couldn't, again. Couldn't look either side of our tables because both, you know, both sides were France supporters. Um, and we were like walking out. And, and to top it off, this is how classy the French people were next to us. To top it off, they stopped one of our friends and said, Australia played really well. You know, you guys did really well. Um, you know, congrats. You know, still congratulations. Yeah. You yeah. still got a gold kind of thing. But they were just like, there was no sarcasm or anything about it. They were just nice people. They were just classy. So. I know. It was just so embarrassing because we were the, the sorest losers <laughs> you could ever imagine. So just to, to wrap this up, if, if I may, on your behalf. Sure. Uh, on your first day back from holidays, you wanted to make an apology to the nation of France. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Good morning. You're waking up with Harry and Pricey. This is Dubai 92. Emma's on the way with the latest morning, Emma. Morning, Harry. Well, some UAE students are in hot water after a video of them trashing their classroom went viral. More on that story and others coming your way at 8 o'clock. Checking your scandal. Looks like Juliana Rancic has announced her return to E! News. Right. Yeah, she took a three-year break um, and now she's back co-hosting with her best friend, Jason Kennedy. Uh, she's been with the show from the beginning, but she left to take... Uh, she wanted to look after her family. She moved to Chicago um, and now they obviously needed a co-host. They were like, do you want to come back? And she's on board. Nice. You'd be really happy about that. You love her. I love Juliana Rancic. She comes out to Dubai a lot as well. She came out for Diff one year as well, which was awesome. She was lovely to you yeah, as well. Yeah, she's a nice... Nice, nice woman. Um, so these two have been hanging out for um, a while. They've been on and off and on and off. And now it looks like Justin Bieber and Haley Baldwin have confirmed that they're back together. Right. They were spotted in New York uh, putting on some very heavy PDA. Um, like, and everyone was, like, everyone was like, what is going on? Because she was going out with um, Shawn Mendes, we thought. Um, but no, Hayley Baldwin is now going out with Justin Bieber. Can someone please just get Justin Bieber a new stylist? Like, what is he wearing all the time? It's what? weird. What, is, what does he look like? He was wearing, like, this safari suit-like shirt, which, by the way, I know they're in. They're cool. But I, he, I own one of those. Yeah, I know. That's why I said <laughs> You don't know. <laughs> as soon as you said it, you were like, you just quickly said, oh, which like, I know are cool. Oh, no. I have recently been placed in charge of garbage. Do you have any that requires disposal? So this is an idea that uh, Pricey uh, brought to the show because you hate Mondays. You suffer from Monday-itis. I do hate Mondays. Yeah, I can't get it. I just, no. Yeah. Not in. I'm and not sold. <laughs> Sorry, Monday. 
And around at your joint at Jamira One, bin day is actually Monday. Yeah. So you, the wire's connected in your brain <laughs> and you're like, oh, let's trash things on a Monday on the show. It's like a scene out of that movie Weird Science. You're like, whoa, Electricity. I've got something, guys. I've got something good. So uh, somehow management approved uh, the purchase of a trash compactor, uh, which they've brought in. Producer Rog has got the high-vis vest on and yeah. the hard hat. Here Ready to bring it in? Come here, boys. Roll it in. Back it up. A little bit right. Oh, a little bit left. Easy. <laughs> you, awesome. Did you have, have you done this before? Yeah, I've, I've, the only thing I haven't got is my table tennis bats to wave them in like in a, on an airport. <laughs> oh, wow. The tarmac. And yeah, the tarmac. The tarmac. Yeah. Yeah. That, that does look like a good job. What would you like to trash from your life? 4009. We'd love to hear from you. Anything you want to trash, Harry? Um... <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the list is too long. Producer Rod, what would you like to trash from your life? I have. Unfortunately, it's one of your countrymen. What? Who? Eddie Jones, the English rugby coach, is Australian. And it's not because he's Australian, but it's just because England are terrible at the moment. Yeah. We've lost six games in a row. Really? Yeah. So you're trashing And out. I think, this is a technical term, I think he's lost the dressing room. Oh, wow. I don't think the players are on his side. We've got a World Cup next year. If we if we do it now, we can quickly change him. If we trust right, him now, you've had your sports segment already. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I uh, I know the one you're talking about. That yeah, 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 I really like him, but yeah. I just think he's lost this place. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, well, I'm happy for him to keep coaching England. <laughs> if that's the case, if they keep losing, maybe there's an ulterior motive there. All right. So, are we putting him in the trash? For me, yes. But okay, yeah. Okay. All right. All right, all right. Turn it on. Here we go. This big machine. Here we go. Oh. Oh, that feel good? Feel great. Sorry, Eddie. Oh, it's, it's under- like cracking your back. It's underwhelming, though, considering the size of the compactor. Ah, I was satisfied. Yes, um, Okay, <laughs> there's something I'd like to trash. Yes. So I've just come back from Australia, right? And I took a shirt that I've had for a long time um, on the trip with me. And when I wore it in Australia, my girlfriends were like, oh, pricey. Well, they say Natalie. My name's Natalie. Oh, you're still wearing that shirt, are you? Oh, okay. Like, it was a total diss. So let's put the shirt in the trash compactor. I can't wear it again. Okay, the hypercolour shirt's going in the trash compactor. (laughs) (laughs) What a waste. Oh, Ooh, felt yeah, good. That's it, right in. <laughs> it's Harry and Pricey. We're getting you to work this morning. If you do want to join us here, 4009 is our number. Emma is up with the latest real soon. Morning, Em. Morning, Harry. Coming up, it's being made a lot easier for VAT-registered people and businesses to link with accredited tax agents. More on that story and others coming your way at 9 o'clock. So, uh, got announced it was a long weekend this weekend. You were yep. still away on holidays anyway. I was, yeah. But um, So, I came back. But when I came back, I thought you'd be here, but you weren't. You left. No. So I uh, I picked up some cheap flights and uh, and flew to Kathmandu for the weekend. How was it? Uh, it was it was great. It's a beautiful. Be- I will say this, hundred uh, percent. Nepalese people are the nicest people in the world. Yeah, they're really sweet. The sweetest, so kindest, sweet. giving, most loving people. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was such a nice trip. When I went to Kathmandu, I did so much. So did you like go whitewater rafting? Because I did that. No. You didn't go. What did you did you go and do the Everest flight? No. Did you see any of the temples? No, I didn't. Why are you asking me these things? Well, because I'm just trying to think everything I did when I went to Kathmandu. Yeah. Like, there was a lot to do. What yeah. if... I don't, there probably was a lot there to do. What did you do? For the, how long did you go for? I got in uh, Thursday night. So I had for all day Friday, all day Saturday and left Sunday afternoon. I'll, I'll tell you what I did. Tell me what you did. I literally ate dumplings <laughs> the entire time. 
They call them Momos there. Momo. In Nepal, in Kathmandu, they call them Momos. Okay. They're the best things on earth. So you momoed your way through Nepal. Um, if, if I wasn't momoing, yeah. I was in a momo coma. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all I did. I'm a momo. <laughs> yeah, oh I was gosh. in one of those. <laughs> You're waking up with Harry and Pricey. Pricey back from holidays finally as well. It's good to have you back. I am here present. Uh, looks good today as well. Brought the good weather uh, clear. Tops of 39. Right now, 31 degrees outside. We usually do something called phone invaders, but um, we're going to go through your handbag next. Oh. You know you never should go through a woman's handbag. You guys are just like, you and the producers well, are like, we're going to do it. We're yeah, I know. Do it. I was inspired after going through customs at the airport. I was like, that looks like such a good job. You can tell they're <laughs> loving it. They're going through stuff. They're like, oh, what am I going to find? <laughs> interesting choice. So uh, this will be interesting as well, considering coming back from holidays. So. Oh, gosh, there's so much in there. <laughs> Fine, we'll do it next. And we'll reveal it all for you as well. Stand by. Phone invaders. So, inspired by our recent travels and especially through Australian airports and customs, uh, it's a different edition of Phone Invaders today. It's actually Bag Invaders. We're doing Bag Invaders. And you're up. You're invading my bag. Yeah, uh, Patricia oh. Layla's got you a handbag. Can you hand it over to me, Patricia Layla? It's a bit heavy. Goodness me. Jeez. Yeah. Well, when you travel, I don't like to take a, those. What are they? The wheelie bags. Yeah. I don't oh, take those. I hate the wheelie bags yeah. on. Uh, carry on. Yeah, I'm not a wheelie bag girl, so no. everything has to go on that bag. Oh, I see. It's uh, Downton Abbey. <laughs> a box of those oh, uh, is that what we're in for this week? No, okay. idiot. Uh, you've got multiple passports in there. Yeah. James Bond. What's going on with that? <laughs> I like to carry both passports just well, in case. Really? Yeah. Why not? I reckon that's pretty suspicious. No, it's yeah. not. Everyone, if you have two passports, you always travel with both. Is that a, right? Yeah. Do you want, in case you have an identity crisis yeah. halfway through. <laughs> like, oh, I'd like to be British up. all of a sudden. Uh, okay, you've got one sock in here. Again, suspicious. I don't Whoa. know why there's a sock in there. That's weird. Uh, so many cords. Lots of cords. Uh, well, you know when you travel, you have to take all your charging cords. What are you doing there? Oh, yeah. Okay, for, all right, this is the biggest thing. All right. I feel very uncomfortable what? for you. Hey, this is what they do at customs when you go they through an Australian do. airport. Yeah, I'm, I'm well versed at this. Yeah. This has been happening to me okay. a lot now, recently. I'm. This is the bag. Yeah. I'm dropping that on the ground, <laughs> okay? Because reason being is it's empty now. Yeah, the bag's empty. Because what I'm holding here is five separate bags <laughs> within the bag. Yes. What it's, is going on here? It's like a filing system. So then, you know, because otherwise you just got stuff everywhere. But if you file it into little bags... Then you know, okay, my gold bag is for my beauty. My um, my little colourful bag's my tea bag. Do you have asthma? Yeah, that's, you... that's my that's my medical bag. <laughs> Wait, you carry... That's the biggest one. <laughs> you carry yeah. your own tea. Yeah, yeah, oh, I do. I like wow. to have my own tea bags. And so obviously... then, you know, all you have to do is ask for a, hot, a glass of hot water. What do you think? I just I'm blown away by how many little bags are in the handbag. You miss the little bag with the the cat on it. See that bag? Oh yeah. That's my tech bag. <laughs> I see that. It's got my headphones, Very my converters. Small. Yeah, it's good, huh? So so how long does it take you to find something in that bag? <laughs> well, you just need to know the filing system. Once you know the filing system, it's very fast. So if Pricey was ever mugged, the mugger, this would be the first instance the mugger would give the handbag back. Be like, this is too confusing for me. I need the filing system. <laughs> this is Dubai 92. 
So, Beyonce and Jay-Z have just dropped new music. They're continuing their On The Run tour tour, tour together. And then during their London um, concert, they announced that they have released the first joint album. It's uh, available on Tidal, that streaming service. It's a nine-track record. It's called Everything Is Love. And they also released the music video, which they played in London for their debut single. And the music video is actually filmed at the Louvre Museum in Paris. Okay, cool. Yeah, Yeah, so they're doing all these shots. They're standing in front of the Mona Lisa painting and there's all these dancers going down the stairwells and everything. It's pretty crazy. Okay. I didn't know you'd be allowed to be in there to film. Oh, I think if you're Beyonce and Jay-Z, you can get it shut down that's for a little while. Isn't that insane? That's why there's always queues there. <laughs> like You know the queues are like two <laughs> yeah. hours long? I know. shutting it for filming. Oh, dear. Uh, this is so funny. So, Rihanna, uh, well, all the Ocean Eights, Ocean's 8 girls are doing the promo trail in UK. Right. This is basically like Ocean's 11, but it's an all-female cast. It comes out this Friday. Oh, it looks insane. I'm revved for it. I think I it's going to be great. I can't wait to see it as well. So, Sandra Bullock, Kate Blanchett, Sarah Paulson, Rihanna and Helen Bonham Carter were all on the Graham Norton show over the weekend. <laughs> and the whole premise of the film is that they're going to go and be on this heist at the Met Gala. So Graham obviously asks them if they've ever been to a Met Gala and Helen Bonham Carter actually says she's never been to one and Rihanna playfully tells her why she's never been invited. Take a listen. Has anybody all been at the real Met Gala? No. Yes. Yeah. You, you haven't? haven't? You haven't? No, I have no. You have not? No. That's because you wear dresses oh. like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If you missed it, Rihanna said that's because you wear dresses like that, was, like implying that she doesn't dress well. Was the dress she was wearing? It looked like a collaboration. Uh, it looked as in like a collaboration of all different types of materials put together. Oh, really? Yeah, it was just, yeah, like, it was like, a hot mess. Like a, a little girl playing in the costume yeah. cupboard or something. Yeah, yeah, she had lovely Stella McCartney shoes on, but the, the dress wasn't great. Oh, 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 <laughs> oh, so funny. Love that though. Cheeky from Rihanna. So much. Uh, Christina Aguilera at Dubai 92. You're waking up with Harry and Pricey. Morning, Dubai. The Harry and Pricey Podcast. Dubai 92.